The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Buying your first home can be an exciting but daunting experience. How do you get the deposit? Where do you get the perfect property? What are the costs involved? How much bureaucracy is it going to take? Well, here to give us some tips and advice for first-time buyers is Margaret Barrett, who is Managing Director at Contracting Plus Mortgages. Margaret, during the break, yourself and myself were talking about a, a previous era lost in time now where you only had to look at a bank and they'd hand you a pile of money. Very different for first-time buyers now. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and thanks for having me on, Anton. Um, so it is different. Um, it might be somewhat more challenging than what we had back in the the 2005, 2006, 2007 era. Um, so there is a set of credit assessment criteria that has to be satisfied before we can submit a mortgage application to the bank. But it is like any standard assessment. If you're ticking all the boxes and you are inside credit criteria, then there is absolutely no issues with getting mortgage approval. The banks are still open for business. They're still lending. Um, there is money to be lind- lent to the to the economy. So it's it's available. So if you're sitting in a flat or if you're still in the family home and you've been doing your best to save up and you're thinking, I'm going to pull the trigger and try to get a house, where do you start? Yeah, and start early. That's my first bit of advice. Um, as early as if you're thinking of buying a house in the next 12 to 18 months, get in contact with a mortgage broker. Um, they're there. We're here to guide you. Um, we're there to do an initial assessment um, on you. We love speaking to customers that are 12 to 18 months out from buying a property for the simple reason, Anton, if there is anything that we need to amend or um, change to ensure that it's a successful mortgage application, we have time. Um, mortgage brokers are there to guide you through the whole journey from start to finish, be that 12 or 18 months out, um, get in contact. Um, our services at uh, Contracting Plus Mortgages, uh, now Mortgage Navigators, is a free service. Um, so we're happy to speak to customers if they're just thinking about buying a mortgage. Talk to me about the deposit, because with the way rent has been for the last number of years, it must be extraordinarily difficult for people to both pay those high rents and gather together a chunky deposit. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you've hit the nail in the head with, with rents being so extortionate in certain urban areas for in particular. Um, they could be paying rent of two to two and a half thousand euros per month. So it is very challenging to to um, save a deposit in those in- instances. I suppose the government have put measures in place to help, especially first time buyers, um, to buy their first home. Um, the measures or the supports that are available are predominantly on new build properties. And I suppose that's something that I suppose we'd be encouraging the government to relook at at the upcoming budget uh, to expand it into previously owned properties but they have the help to buy scheme that was first introduced in 2017 and it was um, I suppose expanded in 2020 so the help to buy scheme is for first time buyers that are looking to purchase their uh, first home it is available for properties up to a purchase price of 500,000 euros which is the the ceiling cap on it Um, the uh, amount available is up to a max of 10% of the purchase price of the property to a max of 30,000. So in lots of in- instances, that can often be the 10% deposit. Um, especially oh, and the grant can count as deposit, can yes, it? Yes, 100%, 100%. So it's part of your funding. Um, how it's assessed is it's assessed on the amount of tax that, and dirt tax that you have paid over the previous four years. Um, so my advice again to first-time buyers, if they are thinking of applying for a mortgage, is to apply for the Help to Buy scheme. You don't have to be property specific to do so and see how much you qualify for. Um, and it can often be the basis of the property type they'll go looking for.
Now, when we're talking deposits, again, back in the um, previous era, it used to be common that people would go to the local credit union and mm-hmm. borrow for the deposit or that they would find some creative way to get the yes. money for just long enough to get it into yeah. the bank and get the rest of it. I assume those days are also gone. Yes, they are. So you cannot, I suppose this is one form of funding you cannot use. You cannot use funding from borrowed for- sources. So you can't go down to the local credit union or to the local bank branch and borrow, let's say, the shortfall of 10 or 15,000 euros. What you can do, though, is if you were, if you will say you're buying a previously owned property and you're not entitled to the first home schemes or you're not entitled to the help to buy schemes, we the banks will accept a family gift, um, which is some people would say the bank of mom and dad, um, but that is absolutely an acceptable form of funding. Um, and when we're talking bank of mom and dad, is it still common for mom and dad to be called in as guarantors or has that gone out with the flood as well? Yes, so the guarantors is no longer available, um, but the family gift is available. Text saying, myself and my partner are both freelance workers. We have very good salaries, but will we struggle to get considered because we aren't PAYE earners? Um, and what can we do, if anything, to circumvent this? Yeah, it's a very good question and very timely. So um, Mortgage Navigators, that is just launching into market, is a sister company of Contracting Plus Mortgages, who are or Contracting Plus, who are an accountancy and payroll company based with offices in Cork and Dublin, for contractors and freelancers. So at Mortgage Navigators, I suppose we're coming to market with very specific um, experience um, that are able to speak um, with a a contracting hat on um, and experience within contractors that we understand them, we know them and we know how to tailor them. But do banks take one look at freelancers and sort of suck in through their teeth? No, not at all. And that is absolutely a myth, I think, that's in the market. We have to, like every credit assessment, we have to prove sustainable income um, for, for the macroprudential um, uh, lending criteria, which is loan to income. So for a freelancer or a contractor um, or a self-employed um, applicant, we are looking back at, at potentially what their income was for the previous two years. And we're also looking forward to see the sustainability of that income. So for a freelancer, they're technically self-employed. So we're looking to see how long they're freelancing and what they were doing prior to be a freelancer or a contractor. And we're assessing the sustainability of that income. Now, there's a lot of questions coming in around uh, credit ratings. Um, For instance, does a large credit card debt, even though it's being (coughs) paid off, brackets slowly, count against a mortgage application? The debt is still around 2K. And another one advising the first thing anyone should do prior to applying for any credit is to get a copy of their C. CCO report. Yeah. Tell me about the CCO report yeah. and your credit history. Yeah, so absolutely it has an impact and there's no point saying otherwise. So my advice to every customer before we ever do a mortgage application is to run a CCR report. It's free um, and it's, it takes about maybe 10 minutes to complete. How so do you that, do it? So you can log on to Central Credit Register so that you just put in your details, name, address, PPS number, so on and so forth and it finds you and it runs a credit history report over the past five years. So it's, it's pulling up every lending that you've had in the last five years or any existing loans and I suppose it's a way for a bank to to accurately review your credit history and your risk profile. If you want to have a good credit history, are you better not to have borrowed much or should you be trying to get loads of credit cards on the go not to prove all. that you can not pay them all. back? So in Ireland, we don't have a credit score. Um, so it doesn't make a difference if this is your first borrowing, if your mortgage is a first borrowing, it doesn't make a, it, it doesn't make a difference. We're looking at your profile from a risk perspective. We're looking at your demonstrated repayment ability. Have you proven you can pay this back? Um, 
But going back to the credit card query, a, a balance of €2,000, if only minimum repayments are being made on that credit card, then absolutely it will be assessed as a financial commitment. Um, so look, I suppose the advice is when you're applying for a mortgage that you're operating inside the terms and conditions of all your facilities. Interesting one here. If somebody has previously inherited a house, does that mean that they can be considered a first time buyer because they've never bought a house? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So a first time buyer... Definitions can vary, but a first time buyer can often be defined as never owning a property in your own name. An inherited property will still put you into the first time buyer category. It will. You still count as a first. Absolutely. Even if you're living in an inherited family home, you count as a first time buyer. You do. Yeah. That's a fair financial boost for somebody. It isn't is it? indeed. A nice deposit. <laughs> Last thing then, what about location? Because I, I know what, yeah. what, when, if you're buying secondhand cars, as case in point, one of the things that you tend to do is say, look, don't worry about colour because it'll narrow your choices down. You'll never end up with anything. Is the same true for, for location? Should you get a rough idea of the area and then live with whatever's available? Absolutely. And location, in my view, is should be number one priority because a mortgage, by its very nature, is a long-term commitment. Um, and, you know, some people will say this is my starter home. Um, but unfortunately, in a, in a property market where supply is so limited at the moment, that could actually have a negative impact on lifestyle down the road. So location is number one. You could be spending the next 20, 30, 40 years in, in that property. You could be going into that property as a single person, married person, no kids, but in you know, down the line, your circumstances may change. Uh, so location is 100%. I wouldn't be limited when you're looking at your location as in to put a, you know, a radius of where the ideal home is. So don't limit yourself to the exact address, but to put a radius um, of your location. And sometimes people will come in and they're trying to get the help to buy scheme, as I as I previously referred to. Um, and unfortunately, there isn't new bills in, in their location. But I'd be advising those customers not to be afraid of buying a property that would need works completed on it. Banks will lend for works once we can still remain inside the loan to value, loan to income credentials, and they'll lend for the completion of works. So to keep an open mind, I think, is probably the best advice when you're looking for a And are people able to get builders to do the works in the current market? I know. Problem number three <laughs> in, in, the, in the property market. Um, look, yes is the answer. Yes is the answer. But I suppose, again, you need to be prepared for that. And if you're looking at a property that does require works, you're obviously going to be implying the, the, the help of an engineer who will locate a builder for you. Margaret, thank you very much. That's Margaret Barrett, who is Managing Director at Contracting Plus Mortgages. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.